0: Welcome to the Capital Club podcast. This episode is brought to you by Excelsior Capital, an investment platform focused on democratizing private equity by providing individuals access to direct opportunities. To learn more about the firm and the Capital Club community, visit our website at www.excelsiorgp.com and connect with Brian on
2: LinkedIn. Hello and welcome back to the Capital Club podcast. I am Brian Adams, the principal and co-founder of Excelsior Capital happy friday thank you for joining me as always this is wrapping up the last installment of our three-part series of questions that investors don't ask but should if you haven't listened to the first two you can go back and check them out episodes 179 and 189 respectively this is basically if you haven't kind of listened to the first ones the premise is fairly straightforward i think in today's day and age we have a really good sense of questions to ask you know there's a lot of great content out there be it blogs or videos or podcasts about how to diligence any given deal and or manager sponsor and frankly it's so apparent or it's so well known that many groups including ours would front run those questions in fact when we send out a new investment opportunity we include a frequently asked questions video segment where I behave as the prospective investor and one of my colleagues represents the firm. And we just go through these questions because we've been doing this for 11 years. We know the questions that folks are going to ask. And so I think like a lot of things, secret sauce is in asking kind of the questions that don't people, people don't ask typically, and you'll get some interesting responses. So in any event, this one, I kind of started from the standpoint of when folks ask for an investor reference or a referral, which is a great question and we get that a lot. So often in fact that we have two or three folks that have said, hey, you know, I'm happy to act as one moving forward and feel free to introduce me to folks. And let's be honest, I send them to people that like me. I don't know what exactly goes on in those conversations, but I'm fairly confident that they're positive, right? And I think, you know, honestly Those investor references themselves will preface the conversation by saying, you know, let's be honest here, Brian, send me to you because, you know, we're friends or I've grown to, you know, know him and his firm or I've invested with him for a long time. And those can be helpful, right? I mean, because again, I'm not part of that conversation. I'm sure things are said there that they wouldn't say in front of me or to me, which is great and good and healthy. But how much insight are you actually garnering there? And again, we're trying to really get to the heart of the matter here. So instead of you can ask those for that referral, and I think you should, but what about asking for a reference to an investor in a deal that didn't go well, specifically asking for an opportunity that's gone sideways or that's had some real challenges? I think these folks will give you a very different perspective, one that is unique from a happy investor. In my experience, sponsors and managers are kind of at the end of the day our track record is one of how we react and respond to deals that don't go well because if everything's moving smoothly if the monthly distributions are coming if the reporting is up to snuff getting that ch on the 15th of the month and everything seems to be chugging along you're probably not going to hear very much from me and you're probably not going to have much reason to call me if the k1 comes early And you're getting your monthly distribution and the reporting isn't an orderly fashion. There's probably not a whole lot to talk about, honestly. But the ones where the deals don't go well, you will be hearing from me and you will be asking me and my team a lot of very hard, difficult questions. And I think those are the ones that you can really get a sense of what the investor relations infrastructure, the reporting, the communication, the transparency, how we conduct ourselves. That's really where it shows through. In those type of opportunities, and those hard situations and hard conversations are where you're going to get a really good sense of how we operate as a firm and as an organization. You know, do we wait to tell you kind of bad news and hope that time solves problems? Do we give you bad news quickly, which is what we tried to do? Then those investors are going to be very honest with you about what that has been like for them. We all hope the deals go well, clearly. But when you're taking risks to get reward, right? some of these things will not go well, and your experience as an investor will be largely dictated by the deals that don't go well because the ones that do that's great. We all kind of hope they do, and that's the assumption going into them. So how would they navigate adversity, how they deal with those challenges, how they learn from those mistakes, how they respond? I think you can learn a lot about a group's character and, and value system based on those things so ask for a a referral from an investor who is in an opportunity that has not gone well.
0: Does the current market environment have you reevaluating your investment strategy? There may be alternative opportunities you have yet to consider to safeguard your portfolio. We've created an exclusive guide for Capital Club listeners featuring the top alternative investments to consider when strategizing for inflation. Download it today at excelsiorgp.com slash download to learn how you can protect your portfolio, diversify your assets, and take advantage of tax benefits in today's market. That's excelsiorgp.com slash download.
2: The second group I would look into would be third-party vendors or service providers. It could be lawyers, accountants, property managers, leasing brokers, anyone that is working with or for a GP sponsor, but not internal to their own organization. I think this is important because you'll get industry perspective on what these folks think of the group, right? Because more likely than not, they're working with a number of organizations that have a similar profile to any given GP or sponsor. And they're in the business and they can give you a sense of how they operate within the context of that kind of ecosystem of investors. And Even though there's a lot of people in the world doing deals, this world gets pretty small pretty quickly. And again, how people treat others, kind of like how I referenced in the Uber newsletter, kind of asking a GP sponsor what their Uber score is. These are in a lot of ways a proxy for how these folks will operate outside of when they speak to you or communicate to you. Because these are typically you know, a third-party vendor who can be fired pretty readily or Can be treated poorly by a lot of groups. There's this employer employee kind of mentality oftentimes, and how they communicate, how they collaborate, how they think about partnership, how they treat them on a daily basis, the asks that they make for them. You know, you can ask questions like, well, how does this group operate in comparison to other folks in the business? Or how do they compare with people that you believe would be top decile or top quartile operators? Do they ask you to do things that make you uncomfortable? Do they think they do a good job being a partner with you or working with you? Again, it might be a bit of a challenge because they don't want to bite the hand that feeds them. They may be reticent to do it, but I think it's worth asking for. And I I think, you know, they'll be fairly honest with you, especially in terms of the organizational capabilities and depth. It's really worthwhile. The last one I'll touch on is a little bit out of the box, more so than the other two. And maybe a little bit even more challenging than the second one because there may be non-disclosure agreements, non-disparagement agreements, or just a keenness factor here. But asking to speak to a former employee can be a very powerful thing to do when you're diligencing a manager. They can give you a really good perspective on company culture, capabilities, organizational depth. You can figure out kind of, well, how did this person onboard you? what was that experience like? What was it like working there day to day? What did you think about kind of the value system or the culture there? Was it a good work environment? You know, how did you feel as an employee? Did you feel like you were taken care of? Again, can be very challenging logistically. I admit that. But I think important thing for all these questions, you may or may not be able to get the the reference to the referral because some of those constraints that I referenced, but Take notice of the response the GP and sponsor gives you when you ask. If it's just out of the shoot, not a possibility, or they respond negatively or poorly, or they just don't respond, or they feel uncomfortable, I think that can be as big of a tell as anything you might hear from all these other groups. So, worth asking just to see what the response is and to elicit a reaction, because I think that will give you a lot of insight into how these organizations will kind of think about being transparent and being partners. Kind of with you and with others so yeah all questions i think worth asking some that are a little bit different off the run than the usual kind of underwriting assumptions that we can dig into and so i'd encourage you to think about these and then maybe be creative and think about some others this has been a lot of fun to put together i want to thank you as always for joining me trying to do more solo episodes and provide more value to the ecosystem that we've created here over the last 10 years. So I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you as always for joining us. Please do like, rate, and review this episode. It means a lot to us and for the show in general. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. We have some other cool, interesting things coming down the pike that we're going to be writing about. So stay tuned for that. And thank you again for joining us.
0: Thank you for joining us for today's episode of The Capital Club. If you enjoyed what you heard in this episode, please like, rate, or leave us a review. And stay tuned for our next episode coming soon.